Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com Spotify. TommyJohn.com Spotify. See site for details. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Widdicombe. Welcome to Parenting Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. And he's a Josh Widdicombe. Josh. 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 Yes. Oh, come yeah, on. Come on now. Well done, Eli. Well done. Well done. Oh. Can I well, guess Rob, where they're from? Yeah, well, that's the game, isn't it, these right. days? Two, my two approach, I think they were like either... They hear me out before you tell me. Hackney or Clapham, but now they've got a kid called Eli. They've had to move to Walthamstow or two in or Streatham for more space. Right. Do you know what? I'll give you the whole of London. <laughs> what was the you answer? can have the whole of London. I'm not. I'm not going to restrict you to uh, you know to suburbs. Um, yeah, no, but that's what the vibe I'm getting for this. I'm, t- t- right. I'm talking through my working out process. Sounds like it's a bit of a trendy name. He sounds quite confident. Works in media. Probably lived in zone two or three. They yeah. can't afford the big house in zone. So I had to move out a couple well, of zones. I'm going to say to you, Rob. I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I think when I gave you the whole of London, it was obvious that it wasn't in London. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dublin. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Fuck, so what fucking wrong. accent's that? They're Come in the on. bloody EU, mate. They're in the EU. Um, in the EU. Oh, it's the European accent I couldn't get through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So sounding so European compared to me and you. Hello, Rob, Josh and Michael. This is my son, Eli. He's two years old. I've been listening to the podcast for the last year and it's made lockdown and parenting that much easier hearing everyone else is in the same boat. I've now persuaded my wife, Lindsay, to listen. She'll now go out regularly in the evening to walk our five-month-old to get some peace and quiet and listen to yourselves. Two-year-old and a five-month-old, Rob. That is an intense... That is tough. And no wonder your your accent's all over the place. He's not sleeping. He's lost his accent. He's not been Irish anymore. No. Well, that is Craig and Lindsay in Dublin. In Dublin. Thanks for being, and he writes in capital letters, so relatable. 
Unbelievable. Funny and sexy, please, next time. Yes. I don't want to be related. We've said it. I, no, I fuck exactly. relatable. Funny and sexy. That's what they call us. One of us is funny. One of oh, us is sexy. Relatable. Fucking hell. How are you, Josh? How relatable are you feeling today? Oh, mate. Well, well, I know what I know. What's happened in your life? Yeah, are you going to share it with listeners? Out. Yeah, of course. Not the divorce. Not the huge spike that we all hope one of us will have. <laughs> We're not having any more kids. We need the spike in listeners to pay for the uh, costs. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, the worse our personal life gets, the better that um, you know this podcast gets. But no divorce. Well, I've got good news for you, then, Rob. I'll go on. Like ninety-eight percent of people I know living in London. <laughs> I am currently locked down with COVID. Oh, you've got you've actually got it. I've actually got it, Rob. You, uh, lots of tests. There's Confirmed been lots of tests with a with a normal and with a what you're the at home, whatever that one's called. The LFT, lateral flow. lateral flow. Yeah, the LFT and the PCR. Yeah. Oh, you've been double confirmed. Do you want to hear the story of my week? Yes, yeah, yeah. Talk us through. Or should we have your nice week first? No, no. Let's start with your shit. Uh, People are miserable. <laughs> let's let's make them. Feel Would a bit you know better. What, Rob? <laughs> and we will come to this. Other people being locked in is, to, you know, when you're in a, you know, when you're in a queue, yeah, and you look back and there's loads of people that have joined since you did, and it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So All of the people that have got COVID in the last four days has really given me a spring in my step <laughs> as I walk around my house. So, you, are you now looking at case numbers positively? <laughs> <laughs> yes, another 90,000 fuckers locked in. Come on. All I'm saying, Rob, yeah. is when I got COVID, it took me a day or two to come to terms with the fact that perhaps it was good news because I was one of the few people in the country that was definitely not going to be locked in for Christmas. Yes, yeah, so when are you, when's your release day? I am out for Christmas. I am out for Christmas. So you can go, you can have your normal Christmas, Christmas day? We will be having... Well, at the time of recording, Rob... Oh, yeah, we don't know what the rules might be, guys. We don't know what the rules might be. (laughs) We removed the word lockdown a little bit early. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to see my family at Christmas. Yes, children, keep saying that out loud and I'll nod and cry inside, just in case. Fucking hell. Anyway, I will be out and about. I'll be walking around the park on Christmas Day enjoying myself, Rob. (laughs) I mean... it's weird being locked in. I haven't worn shoes in six days. <laughs> Do you reckon you'd be able to get, you know, be like the people that go and shipwrecked or like go and live on a desert island? You just got to be able to cope? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I just don't wear shoes. So you're not allowed out at all, are you? When you're no. full lockdown, no. isn't it? Yeah, not in so, yeah. so I'll take you back. What's, what's the rules? If, say, like, you're in a flat on your own, right, and you've got COVID, and, like, your mate's got COVID in another flat around the corner, are you allowed to just have a COVID Christmas? I don't think so, Rob, but... But why not? <laughs> I don't Everyone's know. already infected. I know. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Can you meet up for a big COVID party? I'm sure there's a reason why not. And um, <laughs> They might make the- a new variant. Exactly, for the Flat love of God, that is, that is the last thing I well, need to Omicron do. Omicron and Delta shagged on Christmas Day because oh, they're God. the only ones left in the student residence. <laughs> so they <just laughs> fucked each other's head off, shit-faced on Baileys, because the world's about to end. Oh, God. Oh, this is, uh, this, Merry uh, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, one and all. So, let me take oh. you back to last weekend when everything felt fine in my life. <laughs> So, like you, talk us through it. Talk us through. So last weekend, everything felt fine. Went to watch yeah. Stick Man on Saturday morning. Thoroughly oh, enjoyed myself. Lovely. Did you take the kids or just solo? 
Yeah, no, just solo because I didn't, you know, I didn't want them to go to a super spreader event. <laughs> of course. The afternoon, we met up with uh, three of uh, my daughter's friends yeah. and their parents, and we went for a walk, and then we had lunch, right? Yep. And then Sunday did last leg a New Year's special. Oh, love it! Well, but it wasn't the New Year. No, Rob, but let's be honest, everyone's going to realise that was pre-recorded when they see the audience and everyone on New Year's Eve as the show goes out. Let's be honest, it's going to look fucking mental when that goes out on New Year's Eve. What about Brooker? Brooker's clear, clean as a fucking whistle, Maybe mate. it's the no leg. Exactly. Maybe it's passed by the toes. Look, I'm doing my own research here and there's a big correlation to people with one leg. And not having COVID. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe there's a, there's a conspiracy I'm unravelling here. Yeah. All right. If there's any okay, people out there Corbin. that's got one leg and got COVID, let me know so I can draw a line through this. Okay. But Good. if you've got one leg and you're listening and you haven't had COVID, let me know because I'm building a case. Yeah. Because I don't know if that's the natural <laughs> immunity people are looking for. I. Do you know what? I'd take the COVID. I'd chop my own leg off to get rid of COVID. All right, then. <laughs> off you go. Here's your chance. Enjoy your Christmas. <laughs> By the way, Rob, bear in mind, and I'm not sure if you're Just aware remember what you've said to Track and Trace when you're saying all this out loud. <laughs> Sadly, the good thing about Track and Trace, mate, it was just an online fill-in form. They don't like, give they a shit anymore. They've well stopped track and texting trace. me. Have they? Oh, they won't stop texting me to say stay in the house. I'm in the fucking house. <laughs> I, and I'm telling you something now, Rob. Tell that's you so galling. I'm in the fucking house. Stop telling me doing what I'm yeah. doing. Tell you something that's good, Rob. Yeah. When you're ordering Christmas presents, I've had no worries about being in for them being delivered. <laughs> Delivery Every time slots. I get a text from DHL, I bought a Christmas present earlier. It said, do you want to pay extra for a one hour delivery slot? No, I'll take the full day. Couldn't give a shit, mate. <laughs> then it turns up at 9am. Oh, that's my day gone. <laughs> Been waiting to twitch and look out the window all day for that. Yeah. Oh, mate, I haven't missed a delivery all week. <laughs> I've been loads of football. You've been watching the football? Uh, not really, no. Oh, right, okay. There's Why been not? Less fo- Why not? Yeah. The Liverpool game was on during bedtime, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, sort of 4.30 through to... Yeah, I forget you've got young ones still. I don't yeah. really... At Christmas, I've just written it off bedtime. Yeah. They sort of put themselves to bed. They, they're having sleepovers in the in the um, eldest one's room. So I've, I dragged the mattress in so they could have a mattress each yeah. and just sleep on the mattress on the floor together. Oh, well, there we it's go. It's really Rob. cute, but it's just, yeah. it's all off. They're basically squatters now, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I've got two squatters. They're swampy up there. Swamp. We need a new, I need a new squatter reference. reference other than fucking swampy, which is from like, what, 97? Yeah. If anything, Rob, it's the exact reference I like. So keep going. <laughs> okay, I'll keep. If anyone's got, because you can't use Greta Thunberg or what, what's your no, other sh- famous squatter? I think swampy's fine. I think swampy's, swampy's fine. <laughs> swampy's fine. Do you remember when he went on Have I Got News For You in the 90s? Absolutely incredible. Was he good on it? Was he on it or did he just, was he just squatting? <laughs> yeah, they didn't want him on, he just tunnelled in. I mean, that's what Ian Hislop and Paul Merton have done. Fucking hell. <laughs> he tunnelled up next to Paul Merton. <laughs> He's been there 35 years. Um, anyway. Right. Anyway, sorry, Swan. Oh, yeah, yeah on so. the topic of sleep, Rob. Yeah, go on. I'll jump ahead. Decided to uh, use our time in lockdown to do some sleep training. Isn't that an insane decision? Oh, wow. How's it going? First night. So what we're going to do, he's waking up at like 
So is it back to 4.30 now? You had a, a slight reprieve at R5, quarter past five, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, back to 4.30. And we're like, we've got to do something about this. And we're yeah. locked in the house. Why yeah. not? Fair really enough. torture ourselves. I, I've already told you that's just what time he's going to get up because that's what I did for four, four years. And yeah. my mum said this and agreed with me and said that is true. Okay, but well, I've got I, bad news for Mrs Beckett. You sorted it out? Yeah. So what you say, my mum's a lazy bitch and should have put some I'm effort not in. So, no, she, you very much <laughs> use those words. You right, that, that, a, oh, you're saying she's not a very good mum. Is that what you're saying? If she actually yeah, put some effort into her parenting, I've it would have been all right. Is that what you're trying to say? It's to my mum, who was at home raising loads of kids while my dad was at lorry driving. monologue from you. <laughs> Sorry, look at So what have you done? So first night, yeah. Rob, uh, so it's just about resettling him and then leaving the room. Reset or leave the room. Okay. Between 4.30 and 6 a.m., which is the desired time of him getting up. Yeah. It was a long hour and a half. I reckon really? I was going in every minute. <laughs> so that's 90 visits. <laughs> One point I decided to make myself a cup of tea, but I didn't have time to do the full tea making process. So I was doing a little bit of the tea making process between each visit. So, so how does it go work in, then? resettle him, go out, put the kettle on, go in, resettle him, go out, put the tea bag in the cup. <laughs> Go in, resettle him, come back out, back into the kitchen, pour the water on. Go in, resettle him, come back out, oh get the milk God. out of the fridge. There's a lot of stairs in your house. You've got an old house. I it know. must be like, it's all up, isn't it, your house? Oh, mate, I've done a lot of walking in the last, in the last few days. God, no wonder. You need to get some running shoes. Never mind, no shoes. <laughs> little ones, a little, each toe's got a section. Oh, God, the Craig Campbells, no thank you. <laughs> Craig Campbell's a comedian. He used to do gigs on the circuit wearing them running shoes that are like little turtle feet. Yeah. What a reference that is. What John. a reference. He won't be listening, I can tell you that. <laughs> so, anyway. so how do you resettle it? Who would have thought Swampy would be the broader reference? <laughs> You're your fucking mainstream modern references like Swampy. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's second skin underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Anyway, sorry, guys. Anyway, right, so... Um, How do you resettle? What does that mean? Rub the belly, sh- 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 you know, calm and them down. And what about the kid? Possibly pit. <laughs> it's lovely humour. People really enjoy Josh that. Josh just walks in, rubs his belly, leaves. You know what? That is relatable. That, that is, is relatable. That's neither well, sexy yeah, nor funny, but it's relatable. Because I've got a belly and I sometimes rub it. I love these guys. <laughs> So you got to rub the belly, shush, 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 and then yeah, out. Yeah, pick, pick him up if needs be, rock, yeah. then put back, leave when he's... So you're not, like, leaving him to cry no. out or anything, you're just... Anyway, did that till 6am, and then get him up. <laughs> that was last night, not last night, the night before, this morning. He woke up at quarter past six, I couldn't fucking believe <laughs> so, it. So one, one, <laughs> one go at that, and now... 
He woke up at quarter past six for the first time in his life. That's mental. It's absolutely mental, Rob. <laughs> so is that, is that, <laughs> I couldn't that, believe it happened. From such extreme 90 <laughs> seconds, like not one minute in and out, in and out, in and out, to just like a full sleep till 6.30. I couldn't believe it had happened. And so that's happened once since the sleep training. Yeah, I mean, it might but, go wrong, no, but it was—it was a strange. It was a no, no, I'm no, not You're not. I'm, I'm not saying thinking it's not going to go fucking <laughs> wrong tomorrow that's morning. That, Don't get me that wrong sorted. on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not my first rodeo, my friend. I am not thinking that's that sort. You're not in celebratory mood. It's sort of quite no. optimism. Yeah, I'm, it's gone to VAR and you think it's probably offside. That kind of feeling. Yeah, okay, fair enough. There's an inquiry being led by the baby into what time he wakes up. <laughs> yeah. I've had a look at the facts. I think I'm going to get up at 4.30 again. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, but, I could, yeah, so we did that. That was a strange turn of events. God knows whether it'll work in the long term. But it was, this morning, it was surreal. <laughs> Do you know what the... The day is a lot shorter than it felt before. Yeah, but you're still getting up, though, watching Schumacher documentaries, aren't you? Of course, because it's a lovely time of day. <laughs> well, are you, are you just uh, sleeping until 6 What are you yeah, up probably, to? I probably will tomorrow, you? but this yeah. morning I didn't set my alarm because I presumed you'd get up, so that was the error of judgment. So, but tomorrow sure, I'll so set you, my alarm. Yeah, so you'll be setting your alarm tomorrow for a lovely 4.30 yeah, doc. Of course I will. Of course I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good, though. And then, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So you've done sleep training in your isolation time. So have you got, all got the vid, or is it just you? Uh, well, so Tuesday evening, just uh, get a call from nursery. My daughter's got a temperature. Uh oh. Got to get her PCR'd mm-hmm. to allow her to go back into the nursery. But they're like, don't worry. There's a cold going around. Everyone's getting PCR'd at the moment. Yeah, and they're there's all also fine. a fucking COVID no, going no. around. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the kids are getting PCR'd, though. Don't worry. Yeah. They're all coming back negative. You've got nothing to worry about. Go home. I'm like, she's got the Christmas party on the Thursday. Shall we pay for a really quick PCR? Just because we just want to get her back into nursery to really enjoy nursery. Yeah. In the end, oh, we can't do that uh, because you that's for like people going on holiday or something. So we get the NHS one the next morning, 9am, we're driving to Hackney Marshes. <laughs> just on a fucking football pitch. No, driving to Hackney Marshes <laughs> to get the PCR. About, about 8.15 in the morning, Rob, yeah. before we set off. Text into the group of the parents we've all seen on Saturday. Oh, no. One of the parents has got COVID. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Stuff's falling into place. By the time we reach the PCR test, four of the parents have gone down with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're not, you're, not, you're not being quietly optimistic about the test? No. Also, bear in mind, on the Tuesday, sorry, yeah. I, we both got our boosters, right? <laughs> so on you're Tuesday so night... You're fucking boosted. So on Tuesday night... You must have so much COVID in you. Well, on Tuesday night, I sweated like I've never sweated before in my life. <laughs> and I've seen you sweat. Yeah, honestly, it was... The bed was sodden. And when I got up... In swampy. I, I swear, yeah, I sleep in, in boxer shorts, Rob. And did. it's like I'd pissed myself. <laughs> Sorry, no comment. It was insane. <laughs> Which I'd put down to the booster, but I don't think it was. God, this booster's a bit light. <laughs> Apparently, I don't even really remember the very well. We went to bed at about 9pm that night. 
And I was just, as I was going to sleep, I was just saying to Rose, I'm in trouble here. I'm in trouble here. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. So is she. I mean, she's a good swimmer. <laughs> so uh-huh. then when we get to the PCR place, yeah. by that point we think it might be wise not to just get one for my daughter. Yeah. Luckily they let us both have them while we're there, which was very nice of them. Yeah, that's good. And the baby, don't need to do baby, do you? Uh, no. Well, we did him with a, a lateral flow. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, my God. Doing the PCR on my daughter is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Baby screaming next to her. Me trying to... Just awful, 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 awful. Just her screaming. Like, just like Torch, just holding her oh, down, holding her arms down. they don't get it. They don't get it. No. So we had, to, we had to do one on my daughter and yeah. we did it, the lateral flow, and it came back negative. But we had to do a PCR because someone in her class had it. So we took her to do the PCR and like they, they let her do it to herself. No. That doesn't did seem... she do it? Yeah, but not, I, I don't know. It didn't feel like <laughs> a, 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 a nurse had done it. No. <laughs> but like the nurse was there and she seemed happy yeah. with it. So what, I'm not, I can't yeah. bowl in and go, excuse me, love. Look, I, I think I'm going to have to take charge. Of, yeah, you are a qualified yeah, nurse, yeah. but I've decided that's not a good enough examination. <laughs> Shove it up her fucking nose, <laughs> Get mate. fucking tickle the brain. Come on. Go on, run a tight ship here. Oh, so... So, and, so that was awful. Yeah. And Rose, did she do herself or did you do Rose as well? Yeah, held down Rose. <laughs> um, so then we... Wednesday and Thursday lunchtime, I come back positive. Oh. And then they were all staggered as well. It was like, it was awful. It was like, like by, by about an hour or two. And then my daughter comes back, positive. Oh, no. And then Rose comes back, fucking negative. <gasps> the Iron Lady. Unbelievable. Really? Yeah. Fucking strong. That is postpartum power hormones, that is. Yeah. And we've been doing a lateral flow since, and she's been fine. Yeah. And Well, she might have had it asymptomatically before, but then you I would think... think I, think, I think it was her, Rob. I'm blaming her. You think she gave it to you guys and hers has cleared up? Yes, that's what I think happened. Because there are there are people, there are parents from that group who've not had any symptoms that have got it. Really? Like, yeah, so she could have easily had it asymptomatically last week without realising. Oh, God knows. But God then, uh, knows. Who knows? Where do you even start? But at least you're out. And has it been all right indoors? Has she missed a so lot of stuff? So still locked in. So she can go out and get stuff. Obviously. Oh, Rose is like, oh, yeah, because Rose doesn't have to isolate, does she? Rose doesn't have to isolate. But you um, still can't really, like, be parting it up if you've got... No, no, no. ...Covid like, at home. No, I'd have been annoyed if she'd gone to Jimmy Carr's party without me. <laughs> <laughs> Did she? No. Anyway, um, so we've been locked in for five, six days by now. Can't yeah. even remember anymore. Well, we're, supposed to be, we're supposed to be meeting up to do one of these yeah. in person with Michael and have a little drink and celebrate. And it's horrible. You can't, all the little fun celebration stuff oh, sort of mate. been taken away, isn't it? It's, do you know what? In a weird way, being locked down has been slightly easier, not easier, but like slightly easier than people who are having to make the decisions over what to do for the next week, if you know what I mean. I, I think, in a way, getting it now where you are out for Christmas and you don't have to make decisions on doing stuff, it's taking out your hands, is probably actually quite a nice thing to happen. The only Johnny. worry we've got is Rose getting it. 
and then oh, we God. and then, and then she'd be locked yes. down for Christmas, and we couldn't have oh, people. It's just Christmas. constant. Why? I've been a bit of a yeah. mess the last week, Josh. I can't get me head right. The news is so depressing. Oh, it's so depressing. I'm all over the shop. I'm all over the place. I, the other day, I was like trying to do Christmas shopping. It was so busy out. I didn't know what to do, so I just went into a pub and got pissed on my own for Did two you? hours because I was meeting this someone. It's the safest way, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only safe it's the safest way. way. So like, I basically I finished work at like two, two, three o'clock, and I was supposed to be meeting friends at five o'clock, right? And I was like, oh, go do a bit of Christmas shopping. I was walking around the shops and I was getting all stressed. I went, oh, fuck this one. My booster's not for another week. Let's see if I can get a walk-in booster. So I got a cab to like this uh, one of the hospitals near Euston. There was a massive queue. They weren't moving. The people said, I've waited nine hours. I was like, oh, fuck this. So I went oh, back. There was another chemist. Oh, it's a four-hour wait. And I thought, you know what I'm doing? I'm just going to get pissed. And I had two pints. And it felt like they weren't COVID anymore. Oh, man. It, it was really nice. I had two pints. And then I met my oh, mates. That's the first time I've been really jealous that I'm locked in. That I had a pint on my own near a hospital. Yeah, isn't that awful? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was all like, oh my God, I'm meeting people out. It's going to be, should I do this? Should I not? Blah, blah. And I got there and it was fucking, no, everyone had cancelled. Like, so there was no one in the restaurant. We were just in the middle of a restaurant on our own. I was like, there's less people here than there would have oh, been in the mate. street. But it is horrible that, and I'm, I'm finding myself getting a bit snappy at people, Josh. I don't know if you have this. I was in the, I was in the park and with the girls. Anyway, we're walking the dog and, you know, we're, my kids, you know, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon, getting a bit dark. And uh, we're just running around the park and they're with the dog. And it's uh, late. I think she was trying to be nice. She was saying to my daughter, oh, look at all the leaves. Why don't you pick up all the leaves and make a lovely leaf collage when you get in? And I was like... All right, fucking ideas. Do you want to come around my house and do that? Because she's four. She ain't going to fucking just knock out a leaf collage without me or Lou having to dedicate an hour to this. What the fuck are you bringing up? Get your nose out of my fucking... Oh, do a fucking leaf... Yeah, come around and do it. Fucking making me do a leaf collage. You called her Swampy, didn't you? That was right, like... Swampy. Get your fucking leaf ideas to yourself. Go and protest about that new train line. I'm going to get her own tired and watch Super Sunday with my feet up while my kids watch their iPads, because that's who I am, all right? That's what I need today. Do you know what? That we've implemented that, Rob. To, this has been the first time we've, we've gone, do you know what, to my daughter? Yeah. You can't have the TV anymore. You can watch on your iPad. Oh, really? What, oh, do you know what the breaking point was? What was the breaking point? She didn't want to watch Muppet's Christmas Carol. And I was like, this is too much. <laughs> You can watch fucking Hey Dougie on your iPad. I didn't say fucking. <laughs> but you thought it. I thought it. And we're going to watch A Muppet's Christmas Carol because that's what we want to watch. Right, yeah, that, 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 this is Josh. This is the future. You've just got to do whatever you want to do and then the kids fitting around it. It's the only way. I didn't know that that was an option, Rob. It's always an option. I'll watch the football. You have your iPads. Now, I didn't that's know it. that was the option. That is an option. You, sometimes you can be too good at parenting. <laughs> Sometimes you need to take your foot off the pedal a bit. They like a bit of iPad time. They've got to spend their whole life looking at screens. Learn them early. Yeah. Do you know what? It is. What, said so... a man who just said, learn them early. <laughs> a Trump speech, that was. I'm so festive, though, Rob. So festive at the moment. Um, I feel very festive, to be yeah. honest. Well, you, how had... you, how's, your, how's it been? Well, it's, it's been a very emotional week as well because I've been, I find it, I get anxiety. So this for me is not ideal. <laughs> Do you know what no. I mean? Stuff keeps moving. Yeah. Um, and like it was my four, there was a four, the four-year-old's birthday party on Sunday. We had 18 cancellations on the oh, day. Mate. <gasps> oh, mate. Oh, doubt. fucking hell. And so at, the actual part was brilliant. They're not because the they've got COVID because they were worried no, about No, so it was a bit like one, some people were going travelling so they had to do a PCR test yeah, like yeah. in a couple of days. Some people were isolating. Some people had it some people God, had got their nan coming so all, moment, isn't it? Yeah. all totally 
understandable yeah. reasons why, but you're just like, I can't cancel my four-year-old's birthday party. And anyway, so there was about seven in the end. And that, do you know what? We were so worried about it. But at one point that broke our heart was when uh, Lou was getting them ready and then the four-year-old went, oh, mummy, who's coming to my party? <gasps> and we said the names oh, of the geez. kids and she went, that's not many. Oh, mate. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. But do you know what? We was, and poor Lou had put so much effort oh, into it and it was horrible. But it actually was wonderful because we had really close friends and family there because it was all the family that we were going to spend Christmas yeah. with anyway. So it doesn't really oh, matter. So it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, so it was written. A lot of the adults were there and they sort of joined in. But there was like seven kids. The entertainer was brilliant. The face painting lady was unbelievable. And, and we had a bouncy castle. It felt a bit the like... The kids... One of the things with parties is the kids don't get enough... It takes too long to get to the face painting. Yeah, exactly. They're in a big group with the entertainer. Maybe seven is the ideal number. Rob. Honestly, mate, it was so much better. I genuinely loved it. We come out of that going... Because that's like, you know the old sort of fable, the maybe thing, where you think something's going to be bad, but you never really know? Yeah. So it's like an old... Where, like, the Chinese farm and Chinese farmer, there's a storm knocked down a fence, all his horses run away, and they go, oh, that's terrible. He goes, maybe. And then one day, loads of wild horses just turn up, and he manages to catch them and fence them in, and they go, that's great, you've got all these wild horses. And he goes, maybe. Then his kid goes out with the horse and gets kicked off the horse, breaks his leg. And they go, oh, God, that's terrible. He says, maybe. Next day, the army come and they don't take his kid for conscription because he's got a broken leg. And they go, isn't that lucky that he says, maybe. We don't know enough to worry. It's like like Alex Brooker loses a leg. Is that bad? Maybe. He's got a Channel (laughs) 4 contract. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So you never really... you. We don't know enough to know the yeah. full implications of what's going to happen. So actually, with it being seven was brilliant because if everyone did turn up, I think it would have felt a bit too many people in a room yeah. and yeah. everyone would have felt awkward, like, fucking hell, it's a bit busy here. Yeah. But because it was smaller, it was better. The kids the kids got face painted, they got their arms painted. They all look like they're in gangs by the end of it because they were covered <laughs> in tats. Um, and we had a brilliant time. But I tell you what's funny, though. This is so it was a dinosaur-themed party, right? And it, to be fair, it felt a bit like a Saudi prince or Roman Abramovich because there was only seven kids and oh. we'd like got stuff for, like, 24. It was like, it was about, about an hundred pound a head for this fucking party. <laughs> Um, but um, let me send you this photo of, of the invite. Um, I'll put it on Instagram as well. Let me find the thing. This will make you laugh. What's written at the bottom of the card? Because it's a dinosaur themed party. Read out what the Diplodocus is saying at the bottom of the party underneath all the information, Josh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Party like you're going extinct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, mate. Party like you're going extinct. And we're not going to be able to make it, actually. <laughs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments there's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices free samples free shipping and our 100 satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 40%. Up to 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
so that was horrible. And do you know, like classic anxiety. We were me and Lou were so stressed in the build up to it, and it was actually brilliant like not just oh we've muddled through that they all really enjoyed themselves it was really good fun i enjoyed it one you could because there weren't so many people there i could actually watch my kids engaging with each other and with the entertainer person but like leading up to it mate i've been emotionally all over the place have you seen that tv show like the pet show with like joanna page from gavin and stacy dermo leary and it's almost like no, a, a small clip of it. slash top gear for pets where right yeah yeah they talk about pets they have like an obstacle course and who can do it the quickest and yeah stuff like that and then they had this one it was like a it was a a, a pet of the year or something and it was yeah. this dog right this poor fucking dog right that had one ear and no eyes and it had been found in the lebanon tied up to a skip and being used as target practice they x-rayed oh, it had 20 Christ. 25 to 50 shrapnels of bullets from like air rifles in it where they'd been just shooting it oh, tied to a thing oh, and this woman rescued it and it was also like being taken to hospices to like be friends with the the, the older people in there that couldn't have visitors because of COVID oh and his God. dog's going in. And there was on his old, this old boy, they look, you know that old people, and they look like they're falling apart. This poor bloke was like cuddling it, kissing, going, oh, come here, boy. And this dog is loving it. And he's blind and they've got one ear. And I'm like, I'm in tears, Josh. Oh, I'm, mate. And Lou's like, you're right. I'm like, yeah. And, I, and, then, and then I laughed hysterically because I realised it was a fucking street dog. You know these street dog things you keep talking about? <laughs> motherfucking street dog. <laughs> I'm crying over a fucking street dog. Oh, oh my god! My. But yeah, it's just it's just constant second guessing, stress and worrying, and oh, it's carnage, do, isn't do it? You but you know that's why being locked. In, this is one of the weird things. Is I had loads of things planned, like a couple of parties yeah. and a trip and stuff, and and it also this was like the first. This was the mad thing is from last leg finishing on the twelfth. That's the earliest I've finished for Christmas. Yeah, since I did comedy, and I've spent the whole time, the like the last three or four months going. I cannot wait for that time off. Yeah, that that's week what I was feeling when like. there's nursery. And then it's yeah. all collapsed. But do you know what? Being stuck in, not being able to do anything, and it's just the family, has been like the one thing I've really needed to do. There's been no pressure to yeah. do any work. There's been nothing else I can do. And it's actually, it's like a kind of, you know, like a Hallmark movie where you realise what the true spirit of Christmas is? Yes. And it's on like little detox of just, oh, yeah. this is what we're all doing it for. Not go out, see them, get drunk, yeah, do this, exactly. do that, go to the lights, go to the thing, you know. Yeah. You run around like a blue arse. The amount of stuff, we've cancelled a few things this week. Like, well, I was supposed to be meeting up with you and stuff like that. But actually, yeah. it's been so much nice to go, oh, I'll do this and I can spend the day with the kids or just do that. You know, little stupid, boring things of like, oh, I could do a little bit of Lego or tidy that yeah. cupboard up or sort the bins out and all that stuff that makes you feel a bit calmer totally. at home. So I think, totally. you know, obviously I don't want to go into another lockdown, but rather than sitting at home sulking because that event's not happening, just think, oh, I'm just here and I'm resting and... Because people talk, that self-care thing is like, read a book, lie down. But normally the best thing you can do with self-care is say no. Like, do you want to yeah. come out? No, I don't yeah. now. And not feel so, like ob- obliged to, to go out for the sake of it or just, you know, totally. to be polite. But, um, well, I'm glad you're, in considering the situation, you're enjoying this uh, inside well, time. Also, like, I've, after the night of the sweats, I haven't really had any symptoms. So I'm, you know. Yeah, quite lucky with that. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm lucky with that. But fucking hell, a lot of people I know have got it, Rob. <laughs> it's so many people have got it. I know more people that have currently got COVID. Like, if you added up everyone I know who's had COVID in the last yeah. two years versus everyone who's currently got it, I know more who've currently got it now. 
Okay, well, let's do it. Get your pen and paper out. <laughs> okay. People that I know before, mash. you. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Me, anyone that went to Wembley, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, right. Well, yeah, well, that's good. At least, at least it's been fun at home. Um, yes. Anything else to report or anything else going on? All your Christmas shopping done, I imagine? Yeah, of course, Rob. All done online, obviously, now, because it's very difficult to go out and do my Christmas shopping. We've got, we've got a list. Of, so this is a slight issue. Yeah. Obviously... Um, well, not obviously. So Ro, I, Rose can't drive, right? Yeah. So, so well, that, that, actually, no license. Are you quite misogynistic with your views? <laughs> I just don't think she checks her blind spot enough. <laughs> <laughs> she can't drive. Yeah, she got yeah. she got a license, all right, mate. Oh, mate. But doing twenty in a thirty zone, fucking our man up. But anyway, right. <laughs> um, I was going to go out and do the um, the big shop for Christmas. Oh yeah. Of oh, course, you're not allowed. To... But I can't yeah, do that. So Rose is going to have to do it in in small journeys, <laughs> like like she's shuffling out, like you know, like when someone's breaking out of prison, yeah, getting rid yeah, of the mud. Exactly, she's going to have to do it in sixteen different oh, small do, journeys. Do you want, Josh, I can, I literally, I'm not doing much this week. Do you want me? I can drive up and take her to the shops. Could you? Yeah. Oh well, maybe I'll, I'll ask her. Should, yeah, that'd be amazing. Well, let us know. We could do yeah. that. You could do that or something. Well, that'd be or nice. Could... Yeah, that'd be lovely, Rob. Oh, well. Oh, I'll tell her. Well, yeah, I can, I can do that. I don't mind doing that. Drive her to the show. That's very nice for you. You've ruined my content for the show, obviously. Well, if she, well yeah, if she gets... Because it's if she goes to the... If she just tells me a, a shop at a pick-up time, I'll come and get her and drop her home. Oh, Rob, you're a gentleman. I'm not going to wait outside like some sort of fucking mug. <laughs> but <laughs> she can make her own way there. <laughs> but, you know, let us know. Yeah, I can yeah. do that well, easy. She, can, no, she no. can walk to fucking Tesco, mate. <laughs> the... The jealousy I have when she goes out of the house is unbelievable. It's incredible. It's like be. It's like, you know when you're like, what well, it must be like in prison when someone else gets released before you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Each day she goes out. She just goes to buy coffee in the morning. You're like, you don't know how lucky you are. Gallivanting around. Josh, can I have a rant at you about Christmas shopping yeah, yeah. presents? Yeah, yeah. Am- Amazon. I, d- I would buy four bottles of um, spirits, right? For um, gin, it was. for uh, It's sort of ruin of Christmas present, but I don't know if they're listening. Anyway, four bottles of gin. For, for right? my daughter's birthday. <laughs> for my daughter. Four <laughs> bottles of gin, right? For presents for some people. Yeah. Do you want to subscribe to this order for every month? Pardon? No, I just want four bottles of gin, you fucking lunatic. What kind of mad bastard is subscribing to an Amazon regular delivery of four bottles of gin a month? What kind of monster do you think? There should be some limit on that, shouldn't it? That is incredible. They just try and get you... So like, oh, I'll get some batteries for the fire alarm. Do you want to subscribe? Oh, well, yeah, OK, yeah, please. Can you send me that battery once every three years? <laughs> or I'll just remember next time. Hey, subscribing. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. the other thing as well. The um, you know, I don't know if your daughter, your daughter's not in school. Some schools have um, like uh, house houses or forms which yeah, you yeah, go yeah. out through the year. So each class has got the kids to split up into four different things. Yeah. So there's like authors. So there's like Crompton and Bronte and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so I get an email from the school. Um, well, d- and it just says, "Well done." And so it said my daughter's name at the top. Dear, um, well, you know, Rob's daughter. Um, congratulations, Crompton of one. That, isn't it? <laughs> Crompton have won um, House of the Year, which means Crompton get to wear yellows. Crompton's colour, they get to wear yellow to, on Friday to celebrate their win. Well done, Crompton. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Text her. I need to get a yellow top for for her to wear to school. And then she was like, why? I went, oh, Crompton. She's won House of One. She went, oh no, she's in Bronte. I'm like, why the fuck are you telling me Crompton's? What? what take me off the email. You, you, what, what? What? I don't give a shit. It's not, that's not the team. 
Don't, imagine being an Arsenal fan. Like, oh, it's an email. Congratulations, Tottenham have won the league. Where, why? Oh, fuck off. I've lost. I don't need to be told what they're doing to celebrate. You fucking hate Crompton, don't you? <laughs> fucking Crompton bastards. I'll turn up there, mate. With a little bandana on my back pocket and a gat. <laughs> Fuck hell, you want to fucking win? I will show you who wins next year, mate. Oh, jo- right. Do you want a couple of Instagram messages yeah. before we uh, we wrap up? Let's do some messages, Rob. Okay, Go on, I've got then. some. I've got some great Instagrams actually today. Oh yes, please. Some really good. Do you want some uh, listening abroad? Yes, please. Um, hi guys, I listen to the podcast from a small village called Berg in the Grand Duchy of Luxembourg. Oh, lovely. Do I win anything? No, you don't. You already live in the Grand Duchy. Yeah. Isn't that Prince Charles? What, the duchy? Yeah. Yeah, is that what... Yeah, I think it might He's be. a bit duchy. Yeah. It's a posh word. I don't really understand what it means. No. Um, also, we've got... Hi, I know you love to hear the people listening to you all over the globe. So I just wanted to let you know we live in Kenya. Kenya. I your oh, podcast. Yes, Last weekend, we went on safari and you playing in the car at the time. Our constant chuckles were dispersed with shouts of elephant and zebra as our son napped through the whole thing. <laughs> we love the show. We love a shout out. At least you live in Kenya. You've not gone far away for it. Yeah. Anna, Tom and Max. Um, there we go. Boomer parenting. Let's do some boomer parenting because yes, these are great. Let's finish off boomer parenting. I've got one thing here. I've got boomer parenting and I've got a teacher. You know, I moaned about... Um, parents' evenings being short. I've yeah. got a teacher. It's only fair you hear both sides. Uh, absolutely love the podcast. This is from Jack underscore six one six oh nine. Absolutely love the podcast. Look forward to new episodes every week. Just a wee perspective. I basically said that ten minutes per appointment on Teams isn't enough because the clock counts down and they're gone before you can ask a question. Yeah. Anyway, so just a wee perspective from a secondary school teacher in Glasgow re-parent nights. I totally understand Rob's frustration, only being allowed 10 minutes per appointment and then being over teams. Believe me, speaking kind of presumptuously on behalf of teachers, we would much rather it be in person too. No question. Teams is not ideal for us, but 10 minutes per appointment for a class of 33 kids is 5.5 hours extra meeting at the end of a day's teaching. For secondary five year groups three times a year extended to 15 minutes per appointment would mean we are meeting parents for eight hours and 15 minutes at the end of a working day cut it down to five cut it down to five it's a massive difference when it all adds up just throwing a different point of view in the mix I'd also like to say is if you don't like it get a different fucking job Josh that's what I think about that (laughs) I don't like driving to Dundee I don't move Dundee do I well do you know what I'd compare it to Rob do you know what I'd compare it to what do you remember when we used to do a a gig and there'd be a bill and there'd be 12 acts doing 10 minutes and some pricks would overrun. Yeah, and you've got to get back. Um, oh, no, I don't, I'm only messing. I do understand that point of view. However, what I would say is, I think it's pointless having a parent ceiling when there's not time for questions. But at my girls' school, what they're very good at is, if you do have any questions and you email them in, they will get back to you. So that is resolved. So I, I, your, I, your first question was, what house is she in, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm there in a big, dressed head to toe in yellow, supporting the calls. I'm really embarrassing when I found out that's the wrong <laughs> No, but that, to be fair, in their, their defence... Painted your face, yellow. <laughs> they're very good at getting back to you, but what I think you should do is either stretch it to 12 minutes, where 10 minutes of the teacher, two minutes for the adults to ask a question, or just make sure you can ask questions. But I do understand it's a long day. But... Um, oh. You know. It's a long old day. Right, here's it? Boomer parenting. This is good. Boomer, boomer parent. parenting. Okay, <laughs> these, these, are, these are absolutely exceptional, to be fair. Hi, Rob and Josh. Absolutely loving the podcast. My friend recommended it the other day, and I've been listening on repeat. Not sure what rock I was hiding under before. When I was younger, we had two guinea pigs, which were meant to be both girls. But turns out Sandy was actually a Sam, and we ended up with baby guinea pigs. 
One morning, one of the baby guinea pigs had died overnight and I was distraught. The following morning, my dad shouted for me to come down excitedly and told me that the baby wasn't dead and had actually come back to life. I was obviously so excited until he went, only joking, April Fool's. <gasps> it was the 1st of April. Now. I was only eight years old Jesus and it wasn't well, funny. That is insane. <laughs> That is insane. My dad, my dad is still devastated about it. It doesn't know what came over him. Thanks, Lily. <laughs> eight that years is old. incredible. It's awful. I think what it is is they get a bit older at eight and they seem so grown up and they're so sassy and give you like shit back. But actually, they are just still eight. <laughs> but that you forget because they feel so unbelievable. Um, here we go. We've got another couple. Here's a good one. Okay, listening to this morning's podcast, and Rob is talking about having kids' birthdays in December. Oh, this oh this isn't boomers, but this is quite um good Christmas. I've got a boomer to finish on. Listening to this morning's podcast, and Rob is talking about having kids' birthdays in December, and I've just have to message in because if I'd only heard the stop having sex in March advice seven years ago, my eldest uh, yeah this is if you don't know if you fuck in March, your Christmas is ruined. Yeah, that's just uh, that's from a guy talking from the front line. Um, so just remember, no matter how sexy you're feeling, if it's March, lock your dick up wait till april <laughs> um anyway my eldest son was born on christmas day which is honestly absolutely mental oh my god i'm still in shock almost seven years later my house is the epitome of santa's grotto come christmas morning and the amount of money we end up spending is ludicrous oh, god especially given that now we've had another child and also have our brother and sister-in-law's birthday on the 22nd and 25th of december no Yes, another fucking Christmas Day birthday, respectively. Oh, my word. It's safe to say that I have now heed the same advice. Rob has given out and don't let my husband anywhere near me in March anymore. (laughs) Love listening to the podcast from Shannon. Lock yourselves up. I think we should for, we should do merch and it should be called the uh, March Chastity Belt. We should start introducing <laughs> chastity belts and chains, but just not for women. I'm willing to no, lock yeah. up a dick too. Yeah. Oh, you lock don't even have dick. to lock up a dick. You've always <laughs> lock up to, a dick. You'd lock up a dick. <laughs> lock up a dick, um, lock up a vagina and keep and keep the key till April. That's, exactly. the, that's what we're going to do. Exactly. Um, right, one more boomer um, one and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up for today. And do a small business shout While listening to H from Steps episode, you asked about being too young to go to a football game. Okay, um, and this is a bit boomery and a bit the young at a football game. This is a nice combo, this one. In early 1970, whilst heavily pregnant with me, my dad took my mum to a Newcastle home game. Partway through, my mum felt faint and she said she felt back pain since kickoff. She was stretched off and taken to the St John's ambulance room. My dad followed the stretcher all round to the other side of the pitch. Oh, I love it. Yeah, when they go round the pitch. Constant wolf whistles as he was carrying her handbag. This is so 70s. Oh, my God. I love it. Wolf whistling him because he's carrying her handbag while she's in labour. That night, a match of the day, he officially claimed his five minutes of fame when they featured my (gasps) mum on the stretcher in labour and my dad holding her bag. Brilliant. Back in the St John's ambulance tent, my mum was definitely in labour and was taken by ambulance straight to hospital to have me. Being a true Newcastle fan and hearing that my birth would be hours away and knowing that the hospital in St James's Park was so close. Oh no, oh no, he didn't. My dad went back to the stands. No way. To, to the biggest cheer the stadium heard all day oh. and watched the rest of the game. That is incredible. That is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Unbelievable. Wow. Oh, wow. Did it say when this was? 70s, did it this say? Is seven, this is Diane. This is 70s. I'd love to go and get some archive. 
We, they'll know yeah. the date. Diane, let us know what date you were born, and we're gonna. We should. We'll we be must be able to, to find the archive the of that, won't we? Yeah, that'd Wait, be we'll great. Have contacts for that. I think, George. I think we might have contacts to find archive footage of Match of the Day on BBC. <laughs> I never thought I'd be in this position. Look, Rob. Put it this way: I could text Adrian Charles at the drop of a hat. Could you? But do they still let him have archive because he went no, to the no, ITV, ITV now? I've just realised that's yeah. a really oh, bad yeah. example. Um, hi, Adrian. Have you got Gary Lineker's number? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Um, wicked. All right. Um, small business shout out. I've got a good one here. Okay, look, hi, Rob and Josh. I've only just found your podcast. This is a small business shout-out. And honestly, pee myself out loud listening to the two of you and I've never felt so seen. Um, I'm currently... Uh, this is just all praise. We don't need this. I appreciate it. You don't have to um, kiss her ass this much, Nina. Anyway, this is Nina. I'm the founder of a small business aimed at parents called Buggy Park. It's an online marketplace where you can buy, sell, or donate second-hand prams. Oh, we all know good. that... They become redundant at some stage or upgraded for something smaller and more compact. And they spend the rest of eternity gathering dust in your shed. Before long, it's covered in mould and rust. It's so true. We had that happen. I felt such a shame that like we put it in the garage and it went completely ruined and we weren't using it. And I don't know why we kept it. Anyway, so this is a place where you can sell it or you can give it away and donate it. Um, I started Buggy Park just before lockdown. So parents had a better way of parting with their prams. And also, I offer a more sustainable choice for those that want to be part of the reuse revolution i would love it so so much if you could give me a little shout out please and i don't i don't want to give uh, nina too much shit on this because she's got a great website she's got a great instagram page however i think she needs a logo for her business because currently it's just her face and it doesn't it doesn't look <laughs> like the website is flawless but the the instagram page is buggy park and it's got nina weisfeld that's her name she looks lovely she looks very business she in charge of business it all looks kosher but it's just a picture of her face it doesn't it doesn't look like it's a business it just looks like it almost looks like that's that sort of like she's a tiktok star and her name's buggy park <laughs> and she does like weird sketches but well, it's a great if you can help website. with a logo do get in touch with her yes. more importantly well just as importantly if you have a buggy get in touch with her Yes, if you have a buggy. Well, she does have a little bit of a logo, which is a B, but she's still using her face on her Instagram page. I would suggest, Nina, that it needs to be the Buggy Park logo, um, not your own face. Um, anyway, um, they'll go to Buggy Park UK on Instagram or buggypark.co.uk online. And uh, there's loads of buggies there that you can buy, sell or donate because there's people out there really need a buggy. So, yeah, brilliant idea. Thanks, Nina. This one is for you, Rob. Hi, guys. I hope I could give you, uh, you could give my small business a shout out, Rob. Brace yourself. We hire out our golf simulators Ooh. for a range of events, including team building and corporate events. And yeah. we recently set up at Ronan Keating's house for his birthday. <gasps> Ronan Keating's house? Really? One of the most attractive men I've ever met in my life. That's that's me. I've, that's, that's not part of the email. That is, um, that's he's my He's a very idea. sexy man. He's a Do very you know sexy. sexy. Robbie Williams is sexy. When you meet him, he just smells of sex. Yeah. Not, not in a disgusting way, but like, I'm like <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. you're a sexy man. Yeah, well, that's that's Keating to a T. That's Keating's vibe. And he wouldn't, that he, he wouldn't need a T because he's got a bloody golf simulator in his garden, mate. Harry Styles is like that. He's just sexy. Is, is that, is that <laughs> what the X Factor is? all these guys in boy bands are sexy. It's <laughs> almost like when they went for the audition, that was picked up upon, and then they got massively blown up for it and just like now become megastars because they're so sexy. Exactly. Sex sells, mate. But the key thing is, are they relatable? That is the question. Well, Ronan Keating does occasionally hire a golf simulator in Very his relatable. garden. If you see that as relatable, go to www.playprolimitedltd. That's P-L-A-Y-P-R-O-L-T-D.co.uk. 
wicked. Um, Josh, I'll see you um, for a little Christmas preview um, later in the week. Um, see you you, 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 you might nearly be out of, you'll be like a day away, a day away from freedom. Oh my word. Freedom. Can you believe it? Unless Rose has got COVID. What are you going to do? The problem is, though, ironically, the day you release is the day that everyone just stays in the house. It's insane. <laughs> it's totally pointless. What's the point? <laughs> right, see you next week. Bye.